Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone, from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious, and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere, and this is Inez Simpson, and I'm your host, and with me is Martin Gover, my co-host. Say hi, Martin. Hi, Martin. Now, Hypnosis Everywhere, as you know, is a show that we are teaching you that hypnosis is everywhere and everything, and we are giving you tools, we're giving you ways to empower yourself to use the power of your mind. Knowledge, awareness is all that we're about. So today we're having another medical show and we're having two great guys on. Uh, We have Mark Sacco and Roger Wood on with us, the patient whisperers. And they're nurses that work in a trauma ward. And we'll let them carry the whole thing themselves because this is awesome. These guys are great and they use what we call, what they call verbal medicine. And they are hypnosis everywhere, people. They don't worry about if it's formal, if it's informal, if it's NLP, if it's this or it's that. They just do the work. And here they are now, and I'm going to introduce you to Mark and Roger. Come on on board, guys. I am. Hello. Okay, great. So what we really like from you is first a little bit of an introduction and bio about yourself, and then maybe just lead into where you want to go. Okay. Okay. Well, we are the Patient Whispers, and... We got that nickname before we actually got into hypnosis because we were just able to talk to people. And amazingly, they would listen to what we were asking them to do and they would do it. So one of the doctors finally said, hey, let's send the patient whispers out there to help that person. And they were talking about us. So we'd go do that. Later on, when we started getting trained as hypnotists, we looked at each other and went, wow, we've been doing this all along and we didn't know it. And now that we've got trained, we can actually hone our skills. And we've been doing it about five years now. And we've seen over 20,000 patients in the emergency wow. department. We've, d- we've done a little bit of hypnosis or a lot, depending on what you need, <laughs> but over 20,000 patients. Wow, incredible. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, everybody gets a little bit of something. It doesn't have to be that full-blown induction and, and all the work that takes about an hour to do. We can do five minutes at the bedside, and most of the time what we do is relaxation, guided imagery, bringing them from a state that they're in into a more comfortable state. That's what it's all about. We, we enhance their healing. We enhance their experience. And let's face it, everybody has a bad experience going to the hospital, and there's no need for it if you just take five, ten minutes, get to know what your patient is, who that patient is, and treat them as a person rather than a condition. And so we're enabled to do that very, very quickly. And as Mark said, you know, we as nurses use these techniques. We're just not aware of them. Once you become aware, you can really, really develop a really good way in which you can communicate. And I think that's what hypnosis is, really. It's, it's a communication. Instead of talking to the exterior, you're talking to the interior and actually talking to things that make them feel better and heal faster. Would you agree, Mark? Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, we it's have, all we about have amazing, that patient experience. amazing results. Sorry, Mark. That's okay. It's all about that patient experience. We'll give them the same medication, and they will have the different perception 
than if somebody else were to give them that medication. But more importantly, that medication is going to work much better when they're in trance, when they're in that wonderful relaxed state, which all of us go into anyway, naturally. We just guide them a little bit better. (laughs) Yeah, we do. We guide them really well. Okay, so this is all about you doing what you need to do with each individual patient as they come along, getting them in a receptive place for the doctors to do their work. Is that right? Yes, and it's not just about patients. It really isn't. It's about the people that they come in with. Most of your problems will be associated with family members, family members who take on that role and responsibility of being able to provide this person, this loved one with care. And they're the most anxious person in that room. So if you can develop a rapport, and it's all about rapport, right? What we do is rapport, building up that, that, that respect, that, that confidence in that the care that we give is the best care. And you do that with listening to them, not just listening to the words they use, but how they say it. And the words that they use is very important. It's how they rea- you know, react to the world around them. And by using and honing in on those words, you can be able to feed them back and give them what they need at that time. It's also a pivotal movement in, in healthcare where, you know, a lot of people now are using other modalities. They see that mind-body connection, and it's growing really rapidly now. We get called into other patients' rooms to help them relax, to help them get this care, this this nurturing, to put them back on that, that road, that pathway to recovery. So uh, last week we had Seth Deborah on. She says there's still um, a bit of a, a pushback from doctors and that with them, but it is getting better all the time. Have you found that? that it, so the improvement over the last five years has been uh, great, I, I would think. It has been remarkable. We had again, there's the two of us, nurses, doing this in the ED. And nurses, other nurses would notice and other doctors would notice. And then they would notice that their patients were getting better, quicker, and having better results. And then they would come to us and say, wow, that, that really worked. Can you do it for another patient? Can you do it for this patient? Then they would turn around and say, hey, can you do it for me? I got this little problem, I need this help. And we started doing it and they became believers. And now we have zero pushback in our department. All of our doctors, all of our nurses know that they can use our resources. As a matter of fact, we've trained a number of them as certified hypnotists already, and we're continuing to do that training. And it's been remarkable. And one of the great things about this momentum is that the Joint Commission, which is the people who oversee all the hospitals here in, in America, most of them, uh, just January 1st, they put some teeth into it. They really did. Uh, 2015, they came up with some recommendations and they identified non-pharmacological strategies. And one of them was relaxation therapy, which fits under that hypnosis. So it was a guidance. But January 1st, they changed their tune and they came out with a paper and they included it in their testing criteria that hospitals are now going to have to be held accountable to use non-pharmacological interventions. So it's a great step, a huge step, January 1st. Um, So we're very excited. We actually were approached today by our hospital to develop a program so we can teach the rest of the hospital. 
And we've been approached by a couple of other hospitals, which are already in the works May and April. Great. So uh, it's going to, I can see it spreading across everywhere. This is what hypnosis everywhere is really thrilling for me. <laughs> That's great. Absolutely. So and here's, here's not- one of the challenges, Inez, is that word hypnosis that I have found. As soon as you say that word, there's a barrier that comes up. But if you mention guided imagery, if you mention relaxation, if you mention coping techniques, which is what we do, they're more receptive. I think that word hypnosis has been um, a little bit of a hindrance because people think that they're under your power, which we know they're under no power. They're under their own power. And um, so we tend not to use that. And we have great results. We have wonderful results. And it not only gives that patient, that, that family member, that staff member, really good feelings about doing their job, but us also. It's the energy to heal. You know, so often that you'll find nurses will come and they'll spend maybe five, six, seven years in this industry and get burnt out because they are putting so much energy out and not receiving any back. But if you can put that energy out and get something back, it, it enriches you. It, it really rejuvenates you so that you can go back home and have some energy for the loved ones. And that's what it's all about. That's our message. Mark and I message is to keep nurses, great nurses, at the bedside where they're needed instead of being burnt out and going on to somewhere else. So that's one of our messages also. So it's an all-around patient, doctor, nurse, everyone, family, hypnosis. And, you know, like you say, hypnosis is a word and we use it. And on this show, we're enlightening people about what hypnosis really is and what we call it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the exactly. outcome that matters. We have the opportunity. Yeah. I'm sorry. We have the opportunity. Once we do this and they get the benefit, that we can turn around and say, well, this is hypnosis. And we, this is what we get, the gift we gave you today. And they love it. And frequently, they want to come back for more. Not in the ED setting, but in a different setting. Because <laughs> yeah. they got so much out of it. That's great. And also, let and me that's... tell you about, um, I'm sorry, I, I'm kind of taking over the show here. What we, what we found was that in the emergency department, when people come in, they are so open to change, right? They are out of control. Everything has been taken out of their control. So they are so receptive. You give them one little resource. That's the resource to stay calm. That's the resource to relax. It opens up the door for the rest of their life, that they find that they do have this internal resource which it's like the domino effect. You give them an inch, they're going to take a yard, they're going to take a mile, and, and then distance is no problem to them. They can just go on and on and on. They have found that they can do something that they didn't think that they could do. And it's such a one. and Mark just said, it's such a wonderful gift, a gift that you give. And then they can show other people how to use their inner resources. It's all about those inner resources that inherently we have. Right. That's great. And that's really good. We're in about 30 seconds. We're going to break. So I just want to um, just 
tie it all together for a moment that this is all about empowerment for the for the patient especially is mostly directed I know we're directing it at everything and everyone and family but the important person that's going to be helped mostly is that patient true and so we'll come back and I'd love you to tell us maybe a few stories or explanations when we come back and we're going to go to break thanks very much thank you Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to hypnosis everywhere the simpson protocol to reach the show today please call into 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to inez that's i-n-e-s at inezsimpson.com now back to this week's program 
Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and we'll get right into it because I don't want to waste a second. So, Roger, can you take over, please? Yeah, before we uh, before we broke, I was um, thinking about what happens when people come into the emergency room. Well, they come in a state. Now, it's a light trance, but they're focused on their their condition, whatever it is. And so when they come in, I need to take control of them. I need to get them out of that state which they don't know what's going to happen. They don't know where they're going, and I need to transfer them into my state. And my state is I know exactly what they need. I know exactly what's going on to, to a good portion of that, and I need them to come into my state. So when I walk in, I take control of the whole room by using language, by being the biggest person in that room. And I'm only five foot six, but it's my presence. It's my intent when I go into that room. And so having that, I can lead them. I can lead them to where they need to go by giving them information because information to them right now is power. They are out of control. They don't know what's going to happen, but I do. So I take complete control of that room. Everything in that room is mine, the patient, the family, and everything that's going to happen. By doing that and building up rapport, they're able to follow me and give me everything that I need them to do for their own good. Now, Mark has a great story. It's a wonderful story. This is, um, this is a story that uh, it was one of those full, full nights. It was a Monday night, and the ED, the emergency department, by the way, the, the emergency department was packed to the rafters. We had patients lined up everywhere. And um, the wait times, they were pretty long, two or three hours wait times for people to get in, and the people that were in rooms were waiting for tests, and it was just, it was, it was a mess. Anyway, we do the best we can. That's what we do. And so that's why we are comfortable having all of that chaos going on and still provide some level of comfort and care and giving them back some control. So Mark had this one family, and everybody loves a train wreck in the ED, and all the staff, all the staff knew that this family in this one room were growing impatient, and it was about to blow up. And so Mark's going to tell you the story, and it's a great story, using some techniques that we learned. Okay, Mark, thanks. So, Go ahead. Yeah. It's, uh, as he said, very busy night. And we had the, the matriarch of the family was kind of running the show. And we're running around doing as much as we can, as fast as we can. But still, like he said, several hours wait time. And they're in room four, and I'm in room one, and I do my thing, and I'm putting a needle in somebody's chest. I'm going to room two, and I'm doing this. They need a needle in the chest, too, so I'm doing that. A third one, they need a needle in the chest, and that one didn't work, so I had to put a second one in. So it's all taking much more time. And as I'm going into the med room to gather all the equipment for the fourth room, the room that's starting to get loud and starting to have some blue words coming out of the out of the the room and not not looking good. I'm in the med room and I'm mixing two drinks for CAT scans and they have to drink these. And this somebody comes running into the med room and says, hey, you don't want to go into room four. They're really angry. They're really upset. And I said, oh, that's okay. I'm ready. And now we had just learned, this is early in our career, we'd just learned matching and mirroring and pacing. So I'm like, okay, this would be a great opportunity to practice matching, mirroring and pacing or lose my job. We'll find out. <laughs> I grabbed my drinks, grabbed my equipment under my arms, and I went marching into that room. 
And I worked myself up just a little bit because I knew I could hear the yelling from the room I was in previously. And as I walk into the room with my two glasses and my stuff under my arm, I see the matriarch. And she's coming straight towards me. And she's flailing her arms up and down as she's speaking in a probably Eastern German type, Eastern European accent. And she's very upset. Why haven't you been in this room? You haven't helped my husband. And, and I said, oh, I've got a match and mirror her. And my hands are full of two big drinks. It's going to get pretty messy in here. So I'm looking around and I find someplace to put them down. I put the equipment down and I start to match and mirror her with her arm movements, not copying, just matching as I speak. And I said, you know, I'm upset too. And I haven't been able to get here. And I'm glad I could get here a little quicker. And if you'll allow me. Allow me to help you now. I would give my 100% to help you. And I paced her down just like that. And she calmed down. And she said, okay. Now the son was in there. I didn't really match a mirror him yet. He was still upset. I had to do the same thing. I had to ramp, ramp myself up, bring him down. He was using the curse words, but, you know, we were able to pace him down to the point where he was thankful I was coming in there, and he shook my hand. I went over. I put the needle in the gentleman's chest. I gave him the CAT scan drink, and I took care of him. Fast forward a couple hours. He's going to get admitted. The family's ready to leave. As I go in and I tell them he's going to be admitted, and they are gathering their stuff, the son shakes my hand. The mother thanks me again. Great. Come with me. I'll show you how to get out. Now, there's five doors all the way out to RED. So every time we stop to the door to open it, he turns and shakes my hand. By the fifth door, I thought he was going to give me a hug, but he didn't. And they loved me. And yeah, that the, is the, such the a great story. Part of that is that all of the emergency room staff were hiding around the corner, watching him go into the room, and they were expecting a big fight. There must have been about 16, 20 people just pouring at each other, just looking around the corner, waiting for the whole room to explode. And when it didn't, they were very, very much amazed. So, and that's why the, the myth of the patient whispers just grew and grew and grew. And that's why we use that word, the patient whispers. Because not only are we, we're not whispering, we're communicating, we're listening, yeah. and we're responding. And that's what it's all about. It's so many times you have these great nurses that are really skillful, really skillful. They go in, they don't make eye contact, they do their tasks, and they leave. They've missed a beautiful opportunity to bond, to build up rapport with that patient, to give them the nurturing and that, that, that stepping stone to health. Right? That's what it's all about. And that's why nurses are held in such high regard, right? They are held in Perfect. such high regard. Because they are nurturing and they do help. And it doesn't take any time. It doesn't cost any more money to spend five minutes building up that rapport. In fact, it's going to save you time okay. and money. Roger, can we um, get a few examples of verbal medicine? Because I keep talking to the audience about why language is so important. Right. Exactly. So we use words that help or hinder. Here's a word that hinders, right? Anytime you say to a person, okay, I'm going to put an IV and I'm going to poke you. Well, they don't hear poke. They hear poke. They don't hear prick. They hear prick. They don't hear bee sting. They hear bee sting, right? These are words that tense up the body and they have this visceral reaction. Here's another thing. When we give them medication, we don't ask if they have nausea. We say, Do you, would, would you rather have some anti-nausea medication? 
So anti-nausea means that we're going to take it away. So they don't even think about that. There's multiple words that we use all the time that set people up. For example, Mark, did you want to say something? <laughs> well, pain medicine. How many people out there have taken pain medicine? Well, that's telling mm -hmm. your subconscious mind that it's pain medicine. So I have, we have changed, and we say anti-pain medicine. And it makes a difference in the mind, and it makes a difference in the body. Because as you know, your brain controls every cell in your body right down to the chemical releases. So why not make it work for you instead of against you? Beautiful. That's exactly what it is, yeah. Um, here's another thing. You know, we get patients that come in, <clears throat> and we, we tell them how to dress, right? We take them out of all of those clothes. We tell them to do this. We tell them to do that. We want to give them back a little bit of control. And the way you do that is so simple. You say, allow me to take care of you. Now, they can either say yes or no. What do you think they're going to say? They're going to say yes. Now, they've got that little bit of control subconsciously, and they're allowing me to help them. Small little words like that make a big difference, right? Incredible. That's really good. So that's just what I've been talking about to them all the time, about how they speak to themselves. So you're teaching as you're going along here. It's perfect. I like it. Yeah. We're building up resources that they didn't realize that they had, right? Um, we have many, many case studies where we have used language to help and heal. Uh, there was one occasion when I had this lady. She came in and uh, she had broken uh, both her tibia and her fibia. Now, normally we do conscious sedation to pull those back, those bones back into place. Now, this was late at night. It was about an hour before I had to get off um, work. It was around uh, 11 o'clock, and I was getting off work at 12. I had to get up early in the morning. And so normally when you do conscious sedation, you're there for at least two, two and a half hours recovering. I said to this new doctor, I said, if you allow me to use something, Will you come in and do a quick procedure and not say a word? And he went, okay. Now, fortunately, he was working with another friend of ours who had witnessed many times us using our verbal medicine. So I went in. I talked to the, the, the patient. She had done meditation. I said, let's do some meditation, but only deeper. And so I deepened her. I got her to a point where she was almost out, almost. And then I brought her back up. I said, we're going to do that again, but this time I'm going to give you a little bit of medication that's going to enhance the experience and have you go down even deeper. Now, I gave her half the dose of a normal dose of pain medication. I got her down. I signaled the doctor to come in. The doctor and the PA came in. They stretched her leg, put it in a, in a splint, a temporary splint, and then left. Without saying a word, I kept up the patter all the way through. This was only 15 minutes. I brought her straight back out. And she said it was euphoric. She didn't feel a thing. She went home at 10 minutes past 12. So as you can see, we worked it for everybody's advantage. And the doctor experienced something that he, he was only taught this for one day in his medical school. He never even, never even practiced it, never even saw it in practice. He saw it in practice. He came out grinning like a Cheshire cat. And it was great for him. It was great for everybody. It was a beautiful moment. And so, yeah, I got home early, and she, she got home early, too. Without Perfect. That's a great story. And we're going to go out on another break. I know it comes along really quickly here, doesn't it? Anyway, on the other side of the break, we'll see you again and some more good work here. Thanks very much. Off to break now. Okay. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back, and we're going to get right back to, we're going to talk to Mark. And Mark, can you tell us what this most important thing I want to know about? Okay. So really, it's almost two parts. One is, as we said, verbal medicine. It's kind of like the basic life support that we teach everybody in public. You can do a course that teaches people how to use this language in general terms. But we have what's really exciting to us is a nursing credential called CRNH. Certified Registered Nurse Hypnotist. We're working with a couple of our industry 
big leagues, you know, big leaguers, heavy hitters, and finishing the development of it and getting it out there to teach the 2.8 million registered nurses here in the United States, and I think over 650,000 nurses in Canada. And we're opening that up here this year so that we can teach them really the, the details of how to use verbal medicine and the NLP and the hypnosis all together in the hospital setting and in the nursing home setting and in the medical office setting and allow them to, to build this holistic type nursing into nursing because all nurses should just be holistic nurses. It should be the normal. So the way we did that is develop this three-day credentialing program and packed it full of all the things that we've learned over the 20,000 patients we've seen and the techniques we've honed down to the very distilled, uh, efficient techniques that we have, and we teach them. And it's a full-on, you know, very heavy-duty course that gets the information out there. Because let's face it, if we can get the mainstream nurses doing this, then hypnosis becomes mainstream all over the place, and it truly becomes hypnosis everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. And also what we show them is that we have tools that we use every single day, such as a blood pressure cuff, a stethoscope. We use those tools to relax people, how to get them, as I said, from their state into our state and on that, that, that path of recovery. The moment we see a patient, the moment we see anybody, it's that path, that first step towards recovery, giving them healing words, you know, giving them the support that they need and showing them that they have that power within. If you can do one little thing, it's going to help them do something really big. The number one thing that we want to do is to save nurses. We want to have the energy to heal again, get in touch with that, that, that passion that they had when they first came into the healthcare. Let's face it, we are overworked. There's so much documentation, and there's so much time that we have to divert to that and take away from that bedside care, that, that care, that, that relationship with the patient. So every micro of time is very, very valuable. Use it in a way in which you can heal and make a difference. And when you make a difference, it makes a big difference everywhere. And the nice thing is the Joint Commission and these agencies are beginning to get behind us. And now we have some real momentum, and we need to push forward with 2018 and really make this happen. And the proof is Great. in the pudding, right, Mark? We get a tremendous yeah. response from everyone we work with. Everybody sees the difference in our care and how we are perceived. And the proof is in the pudding. We get results every single time. And we're not looking for big results. We're only looking for very, very small results. Now, the outcome is normally big but we only anticipate small. We, 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 we promise a small change, and then it'll come out bigger. So um, when do you imagine that you'll be starting doing this course now? I, I would anticipate by the end of the year. As you know, we're very, very busy. We're full-time nurses. We, we have a practice also, and um, we're all over the place. We have presentations that we're doing all over this year, and so we have the program. It's just a matter of really focusing on getting it out there. And, um, yeah, that will be at the end of the year. Well, that's very exciting, very, very exciting. 
for me, I think that's ultimately the goal because I know many nurses personally that, and I know how tired they are and how much they want to help the patient. Yeah. That's it's what they're there for. the energy to heal. And you can't go home having given everything at work and having nothing at home because, you know, that's, that's been the, the tradition, right? We give everything at work. We want nurses to be able to get even more energy at work and bring that home so that everybody benefits, right? Not only the okay. patient, not only the staff members, not only that person, but their family. Okay, and um, Mark and Roger, is there anything you want to finish up here with before we have to go? Mark, anything? No, um, <laughs> we were so pleased to be on this program with you. It's about the message. We have a great message, and everybody we come in contact with, we give them that message. And Thank you and very much, and back. we'll continue to spread it for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's that's what we're here for. Hypnosis Everywhere is about spreading that message. Anyway, thank you so much, you guys. It was a great show, and I'm glad you came on, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having us. Yes, we'll talk to you okay. soon. And we'll see you soon. Oh. Good. Good. That's good. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> bye. Oh, I'll find out when that is. Okay. Um, so, Martin, that's awesome. That was really good. And, that, you know, that's the most important part is the languaging, and we've been talking about that. So this is the tools that we give the people listening, and this is all very important. Now, remember, there's always that thing. You know, there's a little story about language, too. I think I forgot all about this before, but Mother Teresa was asked if she would go into a, a you know, join an anti-war rally. And she said, no, but I'd rather I'll join your peace rally. And that's sort of in the same vein. You move everything into the positive. Perfect. Thanks much, guys. And we'll see you soon. Bye. All right. We'll okay. I, those guys are awesome. We saw them at a Canadian hypnosis convention. They, they're, they're, they do, as they say, uh, meetings everywhere or they're uh, doing ev- events. If you hear about it, the, the link is on our website. Go see them. Those guys are yeah. awesome. And, and that was just like a few minutes of the stuff they really do. And you it's know, amazing. you don't have to be a hypnotist to go to a hypnosis convention. If they're at a hypnosis convention, go and see them. Yeah. And then later on, you can take that course and learn what, and you, they'll teach you so much stuff just in a very short time. I think just quickly, we. Uh, I think that would have blown a lot of people away. If you're listening to the show and that you're not really uh, um, up on hypnosis stuff, the stuff they do is, and they've got amazing stories. But I think if you are uh, a little bit aware of medical and hypnosis, you probably know about pain and hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the body can take care of its own pain. You don't need opioids to do that. You don't need drugs. The pain, the uh, body is quite capable of doing, killing all, stopping all pain if it needs to be. Or... If you can, depends on the on in their situation. Sometimes the client may or the patient may not be open to it. So now they can half the, you know, they were talking yeah. about half doses and all that kind of stuff. But we as hypnotists, when we're working in the office with people for pain, we definitely want to make sure that pain isn't needed anymore before the we dis- totally get discomfort, it to take it say. away. Yes. And the other thing I, I, people are probably aware of is birthing and hypnosis. Yes. And on our site, there's a couple of links to some people, but tell us a little bit about those people. Um, well, first of all, I think uh, we as Simpson Protocol, we have a birthing program that we created with Sean Gallagher in Toronto, and she's a used to be a midwife, and she's a great hypnotist. And we put this program together, and, and it's very holistic again, because that's what Simpson Protocol is. It covers everything from... Uh, 
the foundation of the child, the, the, the bonding, not just the, the comfort level of the mother and child when they're having birth, which is the perfect, I mean, that's really necessary, but we expanded a lot. So if you're in the Toronto area, you know, you need a birth specialist, uh, Sean Gallagher is your girl. But if you're in Montreal... But if you're in Montreal, I have another friend there. I do have only one friend in Montreal. No, actually, I have two friends in Montreal because I don't know very many people there. But her name is Dr. Natalie Fisset, and she works in the hospital and does birthing in the hospital. And 99% of her patients choose to use hypnosis, and only about 1% use epidural. So... You are in a hospital setting in Montreal with a doctor who uses all the prop, you know, the proper language, the, all the other things, and you're getting easy births or in general. And then if there is complications, you're right there with her and she knows exactly what she's doing. Because if you want to look at hypnosis, as Nez says, she has SP foundational birthing, which is takes care of talking to the baby itself because you can talk to the baby in the womb and bond both the mother and child. But because uh, remember, most birthing, the way we, people are, society perceives it, is trauma, not just for the yeah. mother, but for the kid. Yeah. And, and, and the go-to, like Sean Gallagher saying in Toronto, the go-to for doctors in birthing is cesarean because they want to control it. Yes. Well, and there's many more than there ever used to be. So, you know, there's some need for them, but not mm-hmm. the, at the level they're at now. But ultimately, when you're doing birthing, it's always better to do it with a hypnotist live, but if you don't and you can't because you're far away, Natalie Fissé has a great website and we have the information on our on our page and uh, it's called Hypno Beginnings and she takes you through by you having motivated and takes you see through each different um, download and you learn how to do it all by yourself. So, uh, but that, so birthing and Pain management is what we are known for, but there's so much more, as you know, from the medical stuff that we've shown you so far. So we're just getting ready to go to a break again. On the other side of that break, we're going to give you some more tools and information, and we're going to talk about some more things about hypnosis everywhere. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Great. Welcome back. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about the rules of the mind. I'm going to sort of rush. We always have so much information to give you. And, and I was thinking with the patient whispers on, you know, the rules of the mind is one that every thought or idea causes a physical reaction. They're dealing with people who have fear, their adrenaline's running, their anger, anger. They talked about anger, right? And so there's all that increased heart all that stuff's happening. So they are changing their state with language and pacing and all that. So that is a rule of the mind. Remember that and every thought or idea causes a physical reaction in your body. And that's what we want you to remember. And also what hap- what you tend to believe is going to happen. That's sort of the self-fulfilled prophecy thing. So when people come in into the emergency, they're really down, they're hurt, they're down, everything is in the negative. And that's the job of the patient whisperers is that what's what they do is shift it all around into the positive. So now that they're tending to realize what they tend to expect is now that they're going to be all right, that things are going to be better, that things are being looked after, all that stuff. And I think you remember with medical, um, even Seth mentioned it in the last show we were talking about, she's mm-hmm. in pain, uh, and nursing in pain ward, is even though she was skeptical because she had seen surgery being done, I'm sorry, she'd been seen hypnosis being done by a surgeon in a, in a ward, and she thought, well, if it works for them. So she did some self-hypnosis because she was going into a, a, a serious operation for her back. In the future, yeah, and she was flattening her back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she started to do self-hypnosis with no particular intention other than whatever, work me through this, body, do what you can, that kind of stuff. And I think she did a lot of visualization of visualization. the healing because she has the anatomy in her mind right. and all that stuff. So she was, you know, probably utilizing more of that. And then as you heard... What that enabled the body to do was it cut all the stuff out of the way and it allowed itself to heal. In fact, instead of having a major operation, she only had to have minor surgery because of the amount of healing 
that, that ha- she, she had allowed to happen. Self-hypnosis. That's right. Self-hypnosis, people, I know, push, 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 we push it. But <laughs> just a thought coming from not really the hypnotist side of the, the gurney, the, of <laughs> the chair, is that uh, the hypnotists live in a very remarkable world, ladies and gentlemen. It's quite strange. They don't care about uh, two major things that we seem to care a lot about. What is the truth? They don't care about what is the truth because they are dealing with outcomes. And so whatever is true for the client is true. We're always dealing with the client's truth or perception, their reality, because everyone's realities is different. And that's what we focus on is their reality, not ours. Yeah, you don't have to get all philosophical about what is real, what isn't real. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. What is real for you is what's real for you, and that's what we're going to work on because that makes the difference. And the other, this is the very interesting thing, is they don't care about, there's no blame issue. Blame's useless for a hypnotist. They live in the world of forgiveness, and, and that's quite a remarkable world to live in. Well, you know, uh, someone told me once that blame is a waste of time, and it sure as heck is. You waste your life blaming and blaming. But once you take responsibility and start to help yourself heal and change, that's the optimum, right? Now, And there's a lot of confusion about forgiveness, too, yeah. of course. We tend to think that means letting people <laughs> off the hook and stuff. Forgiveness is about, in essence, yeah. about yourself. It's about letting, not carrying that baggage with you any longer. For instance, I, I know I, I talk about this. I was raped when I was 14, and now it's part of my history with no attached emotional charge at all because I've done all the work around it. But if I was still having that, I'd be carrying that guy with me for all these years. It's 40 or more years. I mean, that's crazy. Forgiveness is important, and it's not about them. They don't even have to know you're doing it. You never have to talk to them again. You don't condone what they do but you take over and forgive them and let them go so you can live your life in a much better way. And just a small, because um, this came up with a question, actually, that um, do I keep forgiving? Well, if, if we're in a, let's say, a, a relationship situation, let's not get get real. Be, I mean, deal with reality. Yeah. If, if you're in a situation where you're forgiving as maybe to, to get a little bit of power back out of that relationship or or withholding forgiveness to sign someone get power, the relationship is suspect. Take a hard look at it. This is not about uh, an, yeah. um, not believing what's actually happening. It isn't about being a doormat and taking right. it. So, you know, that's a wholly indifferent thing. So what we're talking about is forgiveness to let go of that charge of all the things that happened. But you need to take control of your life if you're in a situation where you need to forgive every two seconds. Okay, so let's say we're giving them a tool. Let's say we are giving them this tool yes. of, of self-hypnosis, of course, words, language. Yes. And now, how, is the, how would you deal with forgiveness? How, well, because you can do it in self-hypnosis. What's yes, the best you can. Way? But the, the best way to do this is to have the intention beforehand, who it is you want to forgive. And also get that stuff out of you. Uh, if you want to write it in a letter and burn it up in a little ritual, just get it off your chest. Get everything you wanted to say to that person off your chest pound a pillow, I don't care, but get that stuff out of your body, mind, and spirit. Then have the intention of forgiveness, go into hypnosis, and just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Allow it to happen, and just with intention, because then don't use your conscious mind too much, just your subconscious will take over. It knows what you want. You've done everything. And that way, you will move on, and you'll feel so much lighter, You'll be. it'll be so incredible. But again, it's not, remember, it's about you. It's not being a doormat. It's, it's take advantage of the situation. Yeah. To, I mean, get real with the situation. But as Inez says, and I think that's a great analogy, when, when you're 
uh, still angry at somebody or won't forgive somebody, you are carrying them. And that's yes. a lot of weight you Always don't need. With you. Imagine, just imagine yourself pulling all these things behind you that this person, that person hurt me, that one, that one, that one. And if you can just let go of them, think how much less baggage you're carrying. <laughs> and on to next weekend. Is what's yeah, up next, coming week next week is, is great. Is, is um, hypnotist Bob Brenner. Mm-hmm. And he's a great hypnotist. And he uh, worked with one of the... My mentor. Mentors, but also one of the founders of modern hypnosis, if you will, carried on from Elman. There's, there's Erickson and Elman. Yes. And Elman worked with uh, Jerry Kine. Jerry Kine. And Bob Brenner talked Jerry Kine everything he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry wouldn't like that. Anyway, but Bob and Jerry have worked closely together, and we're going to talk to Bob about that. And Bob is a great hypnotist in his own right. does all kinds of stuff. He is incredible and we're going to talk to him a little bit about Jerry but he's also written a new book so we'll talk to him about all those things and about all kinds of hypnosis now Jerry was um, an Elman taught hypnotist and he was till last year was only two people that were alive that did that had trained with Elman himself was Jerry and Larry Elman Dave Elman's son so now Larry's uh, carrying the torch but there's all of us there's me, there's Bob, there's all of us other hypnotists that were trained by Jerry, and he had a huge impact. So, but Bob Brenner is a great guy, and you said he did some stuff with um, the FBI and whatever. I, I say nothing. I'm you say nothing. nothing. We'll I'm say saying, it now. Uh, Bob Brenner, yeah, he worked with uh, RCMP, he worked with the FBI, he's done a lot of tremendous things taking uh, taking Jerry's uh, teaching and putting it forward and we'll hear about that yeah. again how it, you move this stuff forward so now we're walking on Jerry's shoulders right? yeah walking on Jerry's yeah, yeah. feet no I'm we're not working him. on his feet oh okay no alright so so what else do you want to talk about we have a few seconds I have nothing to say 10 seconds okay well we don't have much time so we will say see you next week and use the tools. Use your tools we're giving you, please. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol, with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 